Welcome to the Relatable Podcast with Ashley Lopez, where we talk all things relationships and mindset. Hello, today's episode is about how to stop dreading being alone and how to enjoy that time. It's definitely something that I've always enjoyed being alone, having alone time, but I can also sense the loneliness and sadness that comes with the fear of being alone. And so I'm going to talk you through, I guess, ways that you can change up your mindset and your state of being and actually come to a place where you really enjoy and crave just a little bit of alone time. So regardless of whether you're introverted or extroverted, everyone needs some downtime in their lives. For instance, I am slightly more introverted than most. And so I use my alone time to recharge my batteries. And I need that quite a lot more than most people. Um, But I also enjoy it. Um, It's not a dreadful time for me, whereas my husband is more extroverted and so he gets recharged by being around others. In saying that, if he is insanely busy with work, he still wants to hang out with people, but after being at work, hanging out with people, he just, he comes home and he just flops and he needs that alone time and that downtime to just recharge. Alone time that I've really struggled with over the years is at nighttime. And in talking with a lot of women, a lot of clients, we seem to have the same feelings of um, not feeling safe, being alone at nighttime and things like that. And so I've always had that um, since I was little. I hated sleeping alone. I shared bedroom with my sister a lot of the time. Um, I had some experiences like um, a a break-in that really rocked me to my core and my nervous system. And so a lot of my life I've spent shifting my nervous system in allowing myself to feel that, you know what, I'm safe. I'm here right now. Um, And sometimes in that moment, we need a mantra. Um, And now getting to this mantra, I do this a lot with my coaching clients. When we work through a bit of a belief change, it actually comes about naturally And the mantra is something that you repeat over and over and over. It's a short three sentences that allows you to come to the right state of being. Um, And eventually, you know, if you're lying in bed and you're trying to sleep, which is where I struggle most usually, repeating it over and over in my head works because eventually I just fall asleep due to the repetition. And so mine is I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm protected that isn't going to work for everybody. And so I really encourage you to jump on with a coach and and get to a space where you can create your own that feels really fundamental for you. Another part of enjoying your alone time is the headspace you go into it with. So if you know that you're going to have some alone time, particularly at nighttime, um, away from your partner or your friends or your family, and you go into it going, oh, fuck, oh fuck, I'm going to be alone tonight. Oh my God. And you're panicking or you're, you're 
what's the word, encouraging those thoughts that are saying, you know, oh, I need to do this so that I can, I can be safe. Oh my God, I'm going to be scared. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Rah, rah, rah. Those, that state of being isn't going to help. And so it's about shifting your state of being so that you can feel lighter going into this alone time. And that doesn't happen at the alone time. That happens before the alone time. So being really mindful of where your thoughts are going that day or those days prior to holding yourself with some compassion. And also, what can you do before your alone time that will allow you to shift this this physical state of anxiety or dread? So for me, that's exercise. And for a lot of people, shifting your nervous system does require exercise or massage even. So for those of us that you know don't want to go out and spend the money, doing an exercise at home, chucking on a 10, 15 minute hit workout on YouTube or going for a run, something that's a bit high intensity to really get your body moving, get your heart pumping and releasing those endorphins so you know if you're not going to do something high intensity do it for a longer period of time but if you're going to do something high intensity 10 15 20 minutes is a perfect amount of time to shift that state of being once you've done that go hit the shower go hit the bath enjoy the shower enjoy the bath ask yourself how can i enjoy this how can i get the most out of this right now go wash your hair shave your legs whatever you need to do to just feel good do some self-care. Once you get out of the shower or the bath, chuck a mask on. Go light a candle. Go pop some music on. Dance even. That's what I did last night. I was trying to sing to songs and I just wasn't really like feeling the singing. It wasn't really lifting my vibe too much. So I just started dancing intuitively, like free, freestyle dancing. Not like, <laughs> not like, where they freestyle, you know, what's it called on the floor? I don't know what it's called, but I just let my body intuitively move me where I needed to go. And I, I became so present. I felt the music. I enjoyed it. And, you know, that's the benefit of being alone is that nobody's watching you. You can be totally free to be yourself and move how you want to move and try new things out and really ground down. And that's what I loved about my alone time last night was that I made the most of it. I didn't just chuck on a movie and hope that the feelings of fear would go away or hope that my husband would come home early. I really got as much as I could out of this alone time. And that's what it's about. Setting the right state before you go into alone time and getting the most out of your alone time. What can you do that you may not normally do or that you don't do very often that you really enjoy and exercise the freedom of the time and the space that you have. Another important point to make is your state of being while you're having your alone time. So yes, you can set the mood, you can exercise beforehand, but as I said earlier, if you're not making the most out of your time and you're not encouraging that high vibe that that good feeling then that feeling is going to disappear because at the end of the day feelings yes they come and go and and they're temporary but it's your choice whether you continue to try to create those feelings or not so 
a good example is I used to do all I needed to do to enjoy my alone time. It was great. And then I'd chuck on Mindhunter, which if you don't know, is a TV show on Netflix that is about the beginnings of the FBI and how they brought in behavioral analysts and um, really psychoanalyzing, um, I hate the word criminals, but um, people who have committed crimes. But more on that later, uh, another time. But it's I love that stuff, or I did, and it was so interesting. However, the state that it would put me in was one of terror. I was scared, and yes, I was interested, and sometimes I didn't feel like I was affected until I would be going to bed and I'd try to sleep. And as I was falling asleep, I'd see images that might scare me. Or the next morning I wake up and go, wow, that was a shit sleep. So what are you, what is the content that you are taking in on your phone, on your laptop, on your TV? What are you listening to? And how is that contributing to your state of being that is affecting your enjoyment or lack of enjoyment of your alone time. So for instance, last night I chucked on Wonder Woman. Now as I was watching it, I was watching the actors and I was going, is this actually a good movie? But while I was watching it, I noticed I enjoyed the scenery and I enjoyed the feeling that I got from it. I wasn't scared. It was really inspiring. And sometimes they drop little like, motivational quotes in there without actually making it seem tacky and so sometimes I'd be so inspired that I'd just journal about it which is really cool to end the podcast episode I guess the biggest question you can ask yourself is what do I want to do when nobody else is home what do I enjoy that I need the freedom of, you know, being alone to do? What did I do when I was a kid that I really enjoyed and had a lot of fun doing? And is that enjoyable for me now? Have I tried? What if I do try? Is it enjoyable? Am I enjoying this? How can I enjoy it more? Dropping that criticism, the judgment, and just coming into a state of curiosity and creativity and play. And eventually... For me anyway, last night, I was like, huh, it's time to go to bed. And I don't feel this sense of fear anymore. And while I was in bed, I chucked on Alice in Wonderland, the audiobook, and it was read by Scarlett Johansson. So I had a familiar voice talking to me. And it was, I loved listening to my mum read when I was younger. And I loved reading and I loved Alice in Wonderland's story. And so you know, I pop that on to go to sleep and eventually I'd wake up during the middle of the night and go, huh, I actually fell asleep. And I'd turn it off and I'd just nod off again. And it's because of the state of being that I put myself in. It's because of what I did beforehand. So ask yourself, what can you do that will allow you to feel that way? I will see you next weekend. I hope you have a lovely week. And I hope you got something out of it. If you did, let me know. Either message me on Instagram or share this podcast and I'll see you another time. Bye.